0: It's time for Frankie's Five. Right, Frankie's Five, as we just said. Now, if you've got any issues with these, take them up with Frankie's because she's still got the naming rights. So first up for me is the Black Ferns clean-up in Monaco.
1: Yeah, it's just, it sounds real weird, I guess, and strange because, you know, we don't play footy for awards or accolades, especially not individual ones, at least. Um... So to, to stand here achieving this, I'm, I'm proud to you know, represent my whānau, my family, my hapū, my iwi back in um, Aotearoa, um, and to represent my club, College Rifles, my union, Auckland Rugby, and also my team, the Black Ferns.
0: I just love her. The Black Ferns World Rugby Domination continues. Coach Wayne Smith, Coach of the Year. Captain, who we just heard from, Ruahe Demont, is Women's Player of the Year and star winger Ruby Tui picking up Breakthrough Player of the Year at the World Rugby Awards on Monday, our time. Special shout-out here, too, to Maya Roos, who was present and used her Adidas headgear as a handbag for the glitzy event. How good. Uh, next on my list, Lydia Coe, the absolute goat.
1: You now. It's official. Lydia Ko is a champion again at the CME Group Tour Championship. And the player of the year.
0: Yes, Lydia moving to her highest world ranking in five years, winning her third LPGA Tour crown while claiming the Tour Championship in Florida. She's had 11 other top finishes, uh, top 10 finishes this year rather. Not a bad payday either, claiming more than three million in prize money. She also claimed Player of the Year honours for the second time in her career. She, like the whole entire Blackburns team, deserve a damehood, quite frankly. Uh, third on my list, multiple FIFA World Cup upsets, but my pick is Japan beating G- Germany 2-1. Itikura, Asano, Asano, yes! What a goal! Oh, what of the goals of the World Cup already. The reason I chose Japan is because if you haven't seen on social media, their fans stayed behind to clean the stadiums and the players left the locker rooms absolutely spotless, making origami cranes out of towels with a thank you message in Arabic and Japanese. Bless them. I just love them. If you want to listen to the coverage with Daniel McCarty and David Cho, head to the ECNZ app. Uh, not last but not least is Martin Guptill. Not really sure how it's supposed to play out, to be honest. It's, uh, it's one of those tricky situations where you know, the coach's got to make a tough call to a senior player, and you know, it was, he felt that was the right call to make. Yes, dropped from the ODI squad, opting out of his contract earlier this week. And just yesterday it was announced he's been picked up by the Renegades in the Big Bash. Says it all, really. He fronted media yesterday too and made it very clear he still wants to represent New Zealand. The 50 Overworld Cup is less than a year away and he's made it clear he will fight for a spot back in the squad. So watch this space. And sorry, I got these two mixed around. The next big uh, talking point of the week was a group of our top athletes are taking on high-performance sport New Zealand, launching a landmark employment case against them. The Athletes Cooperative is an independent group led by the likes of Olympic rowing champ Mahi Drysdale, representing dozens of elite rowers and cyclists. They've gone to the Employment Relations Authority to argue contracted athletes should be treated as employees and therefore have better rights and protections. It's understood they'll meet early next year. And that's my top five. As I said, if you've got any issues with those, take them up with Frankie.